Welcome to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, where we are all about supporting women over 40 to create and live a fabulous next chapter. You are in a unique generation of women, unlike any before you, with opportunities and longevity that means it's time to intentionally design your fabulous next chapter rather than just live it. That is what the Extraordinary Women magazine and podcast are all about. Let's get started. Well, some of us do not live near our families. Maybe we've moved or experienced a big change in our family structure this year. If you have grown children, it might be the year they spend time with their partner's family. Maybe you've experienced a divorce or the passing of your partner, and suddenly your version of family has changed. And all those life changes can be hard on any day. But the holidays make them especially difficult. Now, some of you might have chosen to put off thinking about the holidays, and yet in your quietest moments, You're wondering, how am I going to get through the day? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome, everyone, to the Extraordinary Women magazine and podcast. We are the only digital and print magazine and podcast with the mission of helping extraordinary women like you design, create, and live a fabulous next chapter. As someone who spent decades of holidays with tables that were filled with family and a kitchen full of homemade goodies, after my divorce, I suddenly faced spending my Christmas holiday alone. I was completely clueless as to how I was going to, you know, get through that first holiday, let alone think about that this might be my new normal. But little by little, I have learned to embrace new ways of celebrating holidays. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Tis the season, right? Music, decorations, shopping, gifting, parties, and meals. They're all shown with people celebrating with others. And usually it's tables full of people. You'll never see a person celebrating a holiday alone. And rarely will you ever even see just a couple. So if that's you, it's no wonder you feel left out. It's easy, super easy to think that we are the only one in the world who might be spending the holidays alone or with a very different family combination from the norm. Now I'm going to start with what not to do. (laughs) My first year alone I scheduled dinner at a hotel. And actually, a side note, hotels are great because you don't usually, in a hotel restaurant, you don't usually feel as out of place that you are alone as you would in, say, a restaurant. Well, I had the reservation. So I put on my makeup, dressed up so that I'd make this valiant effort. But honestly, I only held it together long enough for the dinner. I left the hotel restaurant in a rush and cried my entire way home. Once home, I ripped off that pretty outfit. I put on my PJs and wrapped myself up in a big blanket. 
And for the rest of the evening and all of Christmas Day, I sat on the sofa and binge-watched Downton Abbey between my tears. Now that, my friends, is how not to do a holiday when your life situation has changed. The next year, I was sure it was just a scenery problem, right? So I spent Christmas in Paris. You'd think that would have made it all better. But oh my, I had much more to learn. That's what I'm sharing with you. First, choose to make where you spend your holidays festive. What do I mean by that? If you're home, decorate. I have learned that not decorating, pretending that it no longer matters because you're in this small home or an apartment, or you're in a home that this year will not be filled with family, uh, you know, just doesn't need to be decorated. And actually, that's just you being mean to yourself. Don't you deserve decorations? Don't you deserve a home that looks, feels, and smells festive? Well, of course you do. So value your feelings and decorate. Buy a wreath that has that fabulous scent of the season. Buy a real wreath, I should say, and hang it in your home. Or do like I do. I put it in the center of my dining room table, and I have a little lighted tree in the center. It's so pretty, and every time I look at it, it puts me in the holiday spirit. And that makes me smile. Even when I'm in Paris, I always purchase a small tree and I have a drawer that's filled with some decorations that are unique to France. I'll pull out those little Provencal figures that I just keep collecting. They're wonderful. They go in the New Year's cakes. Will you and you alone decide how many decorations feel festive to you? But I want to encourage you to go for it. Part of learning in life is learning how to take care of ourselves, right? Now, if you opt for a hotel, as I did the first time I was in Paris, first Christmas, I should say, that I spent alone in Paris before I purchased my apartment, I stayed in a pretty hotel, and I would highly recommend that. Preferably, stay in a hotel that has a little bar. An Airbnb will not be decorated. And you will be completely alone, like alone in the whole building. Paris empties out on Christmas Eve, actually the, maybe the day before Christmas Eve, and it stays quiet for several days. All of the Parisians who have any family, which is all of them, head to family homes in the country. This is a tradition. And if you're not prepared you will feel, honestly, when you're walking the streets of Paris, like you're in the middle of a dystopian novel. Not good, because there's nobody around. Therefore, look at hotels, even if it's just for the few days of Christmas. Because in a hotel, you've got the staff. And if you choose one with a little bar, you know, you feel a part of a community. And a community is sometimes the best substitute for family. The first year I w was in Paris, I stayed in uh, Hotel d'Abasson, which is in the 6th arrondissement, and they have this Café Laurent that's absolutely lovely. And, um, you know, what I would do is get a cup of tea or a glass of champagne, and I'd sit with my journal or a good book, 
and just observe the community around me. It was very fun, and it made me feel connected. Next, I want you to plan out your meals, just as you would if you were entertaining a group. I've learned to do this. I've learned to actually plan out what I'm going to cook for myself. And, you know, I suggest you, like me, that we don't forget that pre-dinner champagne or the coffee with dessert later in the evening. You are a special guest and you need to treat yourself as though you are the most special guest you have ever welcomed into your home. So get out the beautiful tablecloth and the napkins. Get out the china, the crystal, the silverware, and of course the candles. Light those candles. Make it special. Simple can still be beautiful, right? Well, next, what I learned is to plan out your entertainment. And that kind of includes the run-up to to Christmas, I should say, as well as the actual day. So on the actual day, are there special music presentations, you know, on television, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? I say that because there's usually a symphony somewhere that is an option. And it's on public television is a good, great choice. Are there any plays or musicals that are happening in your town or your city around the holidays? I just booked a ticket to the Musical 6 on December 23rd. That will make me feel like it's a beautiful, fun, energetic entry to the actual day. The ballet, Swan Lake, is always a beautiful option. And it's those little things that you do that keep that holiday feeling special, but you have to plan. While I'm cooking, you know, dinner or during the actual dinner, two of my favorite music programs are Johnny Mathis, which is, I think his album is called Sending You a Little Christmas, or Michael Buble's Christmas album. You know, this is happy music. And that's what you want. So maybe it's not Johnny Mathis or Michael Buble, but you choose what makes you happy and and has a calmness to it. Happy music, you know, as I always say, makes my little apartment feel like a film set. <laughs> what So what is sure to make you happy? Think about it. Flowers, music, you know, those are two of the senses, really, uh, the smell and the, and the hearing that really fills you up with whatever you might need during this holiday season. I can't look at a flower and not smile. I can't listen to music and not smile. And speaking of movies, I have always had a movie list that I have just to pick from if I'm craving a film. The Holiday as an example. Oh my gosh, The Gorgeous Homes. The one in California, the one in England, beautiful. Love Actually. There, nothing beats Hugh Grant dancing as you know he plays the British Prime Minister. Desk Set with Katherine Hepburn. She has the most incredible clothing on that particular movie. Miracle on 34th Street, Anne of Green Gables, those are all kids' movies, but yet there's something about them that makes our hearts sing. So those are what's on my list. What's on yours? Next, I want you to create a new tradition. 
I live in the seaport area of Boston, and this year I'm planning an early harbor walk with my chai tea. I've got it all planned out. Probably be cold because it's right on the ocean, but I can't wait. And in Paris, I live near the Musée d'Orsay. So last Christmas, I went for a walk in the Tuileries. Maybe for you, it's serving dinner at a homeless shelter. Whatever is your fancy, create a tradition that's just for you and honor it year after year. That's how it becomes a tradition, right? Last, I want you to find or make a community. This is something else I've learned. Rather than sitting at home and wishing I was invited to something, I want you to think about, as I had to, hosting a little neighborhood gathering. Maybe it's something just like an open house, a casual drop-by between, you know, this hour and that hour. It's cookies, it's champagne, depending upon the time of day. It gives you an opportunity to know everyone, whether it's on the floor of your apartment building or, you know, it's in your neighborhood where your home is. The point of all of that is just that you're taking the action to to reach out and get to know the people who are around you because it feels good. Now, if you're afraid nobody will show up to your open house idea, make it a cookie exchange. (laughs) I promise you, you will have a line outside your front door. Another community building activity is to send out actual, with stamps on them, Christmas cards. It's old-fashioned, but who doesn't enjoy getting a card in the mail? Plus, I promise you, you will naturally feel more connected with friends and family when you write notes inside those cards than if you just send e-cards. I purchased a very pretty one this year from Dogwood Hill. After I saw their samples in Victoria Magazine, I personalized the cards and You know, after years of sending out cards with those family photos, it was really important that I made my Christmas cards unique to me and special. So that's just a suggestion. Why not? That's my list, ladies. And because holidays bring up all sorts of feelings and loads of memories, it can be a little unsettling. And that's why we talked about this today. You know, watching how your children do the holidays, honestly, will be very different than how you celebrated the holidays, and sometimes that makes us sad. So, that is why we need to try out a few of your ideas, see what works, what doesn't, and then share. Because I bet you've got some ideas or you've tried some things that really work well that I haven't even thought of. That's what we do in the Extraordinary Women private Facebook group is have those kinds of conversations. And actually, this month, we've talked about, you know, how to do this all month. We've all learned that embracing our flexibility and adaptability is the key to having a happy life. But we need support as life shifts and changes. That's what the Extraordinary Women podcast and magazine are all about. It's about supporting extraordinary women like you design, create, and live a fabulous next chapter. Why? Because we're a new generation of women who are not going to quietly fade into our next chapters, but intentionally move forward. 
A subscription to the Extraordinary Women magazine is free. So don't hesitate. Don't procrastinate. Don't say I'll do that tomorrow. Subscribe now. And thank you for joining us today. And I look forward to our next Extraordinary Women podcast. I'm going to close with, let's see if I can say them all. Merry Christmas. Joie uh, uh, Noel. Happy Hanukkah and sending you a meaningful Kwanzaa. Let's all cherish the old memories, but continue to create new, beautiful, and happy memories. All my best. <music>